this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another exciting podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and I'm excited for you guys today because, you know, God's really put some really good things in my heart today, really good things I believe is going to really benefit you guys. And, you know, once again, we have the theme of the kingdom, the Bible. We have the theme of, of law of attraction, and that's the theme of this podcast is Thoughts Become Things, knowing our power, knowing the power that we've been given, the authority we've been given, but also the understanding of why our world is the way it is. I'm talking about our personal world, you know? And and some of the things I want to talk to you guys about today, it really comes from me giving a prophetic reading to someone recently, which really struck a chord in me because we're so used to hearing the scripture, you know, uh, of, you know, decree a thing and it shall be established. So get ready because you're going to hear a totally different take on this here in a second. But I want to start off, first of all, to tell you this. The name of the podcast today is going to be Knowing, I like this title too, you guys are going to be happy about it, trust me. Knowing the power of your voice. Knowing the power of your voice. And I remember thinking to myself during this prophetic reading to this one lady, the understanding of how the Bible says to decree a thing and it shall be established in the earth. Now one of the things I really love about this verse is it brings forth a lot of things that we don't think about because we're so used to saying that means I decree it, that's mean, that means I say it, and it just happens. And we sort of, and the impression we get sometimes of the Bible is like this magic peel. Like if I say it, if I do it, it just works. Let me tell you something. The Bible is more complicated than you think it is. It's simple, but it's more complicated because there's so much more levels of truth, layers of of all these understandings of really grasping what's really happening uh, to me through this verse, what's really happening of all this stuff. So here's what God put in my heart, first of all, when we deal with decree a thing. I'm going to tell this woman in this prophetic reading, I said, the reason why your voice you know, the reason why things don't work for, work out for you in your life and the reason why you're praying and praying and praying and you're saying and you're saying and saying and you're decreeing, you're decreeing and nothing's happening is simple because what's happening to you is this, is you've got to love your voice. Let me explain to you what this means. It means that if I find myself where I've got two people around me and somebody I'm always praising and I'm saying, you know what, wow, you know what, you've got it together, you're an entrepreneur, you know, you're motivating, I just love your spirit. And the other person I keep on just putting down, putting down, putting down, you're nothing, I can't stand you, oh, I hate to even hear you talk, I hate, oh, I can't stand to look at you. Which one do you think is going to stay around me the longest? And which one's going to leave and, de- and depart the soonest? The one I the one I speak to, the one I motivate, the one I praise, for lack of better words, is the one that's going to stay around me. The one that actually I, I put down and cut down, they're going to leave as quickly as they possibly can if they're smart, right? And what this means is it means that you look at yourself and how many of you honestly think to yourself, you know what, I'm decreeing, I'm praying, I'm saying, and nothing is happening. This stuff doesn't work. Why isn't your word working, God? And we start spiraling into this like, almost like this childish mode of feeling like the magic pill doesn't work. I said this and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And we get so complicated sometimes in our brain in thinking that if we, that we, first of all, A, that we think we know the understanding of a scripture, which most of the time we're wrong on. And then the other part of it is, well, since I'm prideful in the sense of thinking that I know what the Bible says and I know what this verse really means, then automatically 
it's like then I'm an, I'm entitled that if I say it, it's going to happen because I'm the one with the truth of what this really means. It's called pride that cometh before fall, right? It's called you know pride that's letting you know you think you got it right while millions of people on earth before you and after you and now is doesn't have it right? Mm, don't think so. We're always progressing and learning and growing, right? We're always experiencing new truth from God's Word. So with that being said, we've got to really examine that when we say decree a thing and it shall be established, what that really looks like. What it means is this. It means you have to realize that the Bible says this, that the power of life and death is in your tongue. And that means my voice holds power of death and life. So the question would be, do I like what's coming out of my mouth? Because I can say words like, oh, this is great. Oh, this is wonderful. You know, this is going to get better. I command that I get this job. I demand, you know, I command this to happen to me. And that sounds all magic peel wonderful. But the truth is, if you don't love what's coming out of your mouth, which is called words, know the difference between words and sound of your voice and, and distinguish the difference between that and what you said, what you think you're saying is positive. So if I was to say that, that sounds positive. I'm going to have money in the bank next month. I'm going to get the job of my dreams next month. Okay, that sounds positive. Now, the words I'm saying are positive. However, the sound and the voice that actually brings forth the words. See, your voice is the one that formulates the words. So let's say the voice is actually the groundwork or the foundation in order for the words to be put together to make the sound, the vibration needs to, needs to out of your mouth. And it's very simple, not complicated, so I'm trying to make this very simple for you. Which means this, if I don't like my groundwork, my foundation, do you think those words are going to have any power even though those words sound positive? No. Jesus said something that I never thought about, but his the Bible says that Jesus says his words are spirit and they are life. So do you think Jesus sat down and sat down and say, "Oh, I can't hear my I can't stand here myself talk. Oh, my voice is too high, too low. It's scratchy, it's not loud. Oh, I can't stand here my voice." Do you think he sat there and do that? No, not one bit. I'll tell you what he did do. He understand by bringing the clarification to say, "My spirit my, my words are spirit, which means my words transcend past this earthly realm and their life because I like what's coming out of me because I am life." So it's it's yeah it's a place of identity, authenticity, knowing what I am, I am life. And knowing that I am life, what comes out of my mouth? Only life-giving words. Why? It, because you're double-minded if you find yourself liking you but can't stand your voice. Remember, words might sound positive, but they don't hold power if you don't like the very foundation that's creating those words and the and, and what and the and the foundation creating the words is your voice coming out of you so you you consider double minded you're saying one thing but the foundation that created those words is is you're you don't like it you, you think it's 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 wrong so guess what or you hate it i should say or dislike it so what you have to do is this i want to give you guys a trial run for a moment i want every one of you to get a digital voice recorder or maybe use your phone record your voice find yourself recording your voice saying stuff like hey my name is, is jeremy i work at so and so i hope you have a great day today by the way i'm going to talk to you guys for a couple minutes about a chair a table about my job whatever you want to converse about you do that then you record it, go back and listen to it. If you go back and listen to it, if you find yourself saying, oh, I can't stand to hear myself talk, oh, guess what? It's showing you that, that, that inside of you, okay, inside of your subconscious, you've already programmed, I don't like the sound 
What did the Bible say? I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. I hear the sound. So the sound, if you don't like the sound coming out of you, you're not going to have abundance of rain. Because you won't hear the abundance of rain, you're focusing on the sound that you don't like, not the power of the abundance of rain. How many just got that? And that's why many things don't work for people. I remember when I was younger, oh, I couldn't stand to hear my voice. I thought, my voice sounds high. It's not deep like, you know, this guy or this guy. It's not deep. Until finally I said, you know what? It's me. I don't care. Because I knew my power was inside of me, and if I didn't project my power for what I am and who I am in God, then my life is going to be null and void. No matter what I say, pray, do, nothing will prosper, nothing will produce. Why? Because I don't like what's inside of me. What goes into a man comes out of a man. So if I don't like, um, if I don't like me, if I don't like the sound, if I don't like the voice, guess what? Nothing else is going to work for me because I'm considered double-minded. Can't stand the sound, can't stand the voice, but yet I'm believing in the words that the voice and the sound formulated? Uh Uh-uh. Not going to work. Double-minded. So take a trial run. Record your voice. If you find yourself saying, I can't stand to hear me talk, that's a great sign for you. It's an awakening sign to say, start loving your voice. It is one. It is, it is authentic. It is original. It's who you are. Love your voice. Get off the high. Get off the low. Get off the deep. Get off the, the high, the shallow, the, the loud, the soft whisper. Get out, get out from away those ridiculous words. Find your power within the sound that is coming out of your belly. The rivers flow out of your belly. Find the sound. Find the voice. And fall in love with that because you're, because the Bible says the power of life and death is in the tongue, which means that life and death is in the words, but it's also within the foundation that's creating the words in me. Are you with me? So I've got to learn to love my sound. I got to learn to love my voice. Because if I don't, you think that the words that, that's formulated from the sound that I don't like are going to hold power? Not at all. It's going to sound good to my natural ears. Like I've said this powerful declaration. But those words are saying, but yeah, you didn't create it. What created me was the thing that you hate the most, which is the sound, which is the voice. That's the foundation in which my words come from. So no wonder why it comes from within. So where the sound is formulated within your life, within your lungs, if you don't like what's being created in a vocal part of you, then it doesn't matter what words formulate from that sound, that voice, because it'll never happen for you. Because you're considered double-minded. I hate this. It's like me saying this. It's like me saying, you know, uh, oranges. I, you know, I, I love oranges, but I hate oranges. I love oranges, but I can't stand what's inside of an orange. Now, think about how much common sense it makes. Oh, I love oranges, but I can't stand what's in an orange. Okay, what does that mean? What, what does that even look like? Either you like it's an orange or you don't like an orange. But do you think the orange is going to, you know, I mean, how do you think that's going to respond? It's, it, it's, it's going to sound like, huh, what's going on? You've got to learn to love your voice, the sound. If you want the abundance of rain, listen where the abundance of rain comes from. It comes from the sound, the voice that created that. And once it happens, guess what? Then you realize that it's about the sound, the voice. Now you might say, but Jeremy, that verse says, I hear, I hear, I hear the sound. And I'm like, exactly. Listen to it. Notice it didn't say, I hear abundance of rain. Now, nowadays in, in our modern times, especially in the Western world, we wouldn't say, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. We wouldn't say that. We would say, I hear rain's coming. 
Oh, can you hear that lightning? Can you hear the thunder? How many of you say, would say, I hear the sound of thunder? That's something that's not really an up-to-date mentality we say. We say, man, I'm hearing that thunder. Listen to that lightning. Listen to the rain. But we leave out the part that God, God focuses on, which is what? I hear the sound which means I'm hearing deeper than just the noise of the rain, the noise of the thunder. I'm hearing the sound that created. Are you with me? I hear the sound of what is embedded in the abundance of rain. In other words, I'm hearing the, I'm hearing the core of the abundance of rain. Because if I hear the core of it, wow, I'm going to get the fullness of it. It's like saying this, you know, it's like saying, I'm materialistic, I love outward things, I love outward clothes, I judge people by outward clothes. Yes, what you're doing, then you miss the mark of getting to know people personally. You miss the mark of their authenticity. You get, to, you get you miss the mark of the person. What if a person dresses in something you don't like, and you're already writing them off because you can't stand what they wear? Then you're missing the wealth value that's inside of them. So if you want to get the abundance of rain, if you really want the fullness, the potency, the power, the dunamis power of the abundance of rain, you better start liking the sound that is embedded in the foundation of the abundance of rain. Because if you don't, you're just going to hear just the rain. Are you with me? So this is a day of, of, of testing yourself. This is a day of wondering, why, is, why aren't things working for me when I speak and decree it? That's why. Quit being double-minded. Learn to love the sound. Learn to love the voice that God loves, that's coming out of the person that you're claiming you love. It's like me saying, I love me, but I hate my voice. Well, guess what? My voice is me. <laughs> so once again, I'm being double-minded. How can I love me, but I don't like what's coming out of me? That's not good. I got to say, I love what's in me. I love who I am. And my authenticity is producing what's coming. What goes into man comes out of man. What's coming out of me is beautiful as well. Because you recognize in an orchestra, we have different instruments. And every once in a while, you see, you hear the full orchestra and you say, oh, this orchestra sounds beautiful. And every once in a while, one of those embedded parts that make up the orchestra will pop its head out like the violin. And you're like, oh, there's that one part of the violin that just plays the middle of the song when the orchestra's playing. Oh, listen to that violin. Listen to that, you know, to, to this. Listen to that, you know, the harp. Listen. And you, and all of a sudden, every once in a while, you'll get, you'll get a sensing of the of the in embeddedness of that and once you do it just it's breathtaking that's the part you gotta learn to understand listen to the voice listen to the sound listen to the foundation and all of a sudden your words will say you're liking me now then your words will be spirit and there'll be life as you speak them don't look at the positive things coming out of your mouth look at the love of the voice in which formulated those words Thank you as always, guys, for tuning into our podcast. I'm serious when I say this. You guys are amazing. I have the best audience ever around the planet. And we have so many thousands of listeners and followers. And I'm so honored and thrilled to be a part of this, of this journey, as you're part of my journey. We're going to discover God together and have fun doing it. I'm not a teacher, a prophet, a master, a teacher, or you know, a minister that just says, I'm here to teach you. You know what? Because that's a little prideful. Iron sharpens iron. We're here to teach one another. I might have a little bit more because of this office I hold, but other than that, guess what? You have something to bring that can shape my world as well. So thank you as always for presenting yourself to me, sending comments, sending uh, uh, emails to our ministry at identitynetwork.net and letting me know what you'd like and what you're interested in. And I'll make sure I bring those up in the next couple of, uh, of, of uh, podcasts. I definitely will. I love to hear what you want to hear about. 
And we can get de uh, revelation on it and we can bring it to the surface and have fun while we're doing it. So thank you as always. And once again, if you don't really like your day, you have the power to change it. You have the power to change it. Your thoughts become things. As you begin to think throughout the day, it's something that you don't like. Change the way you think and I guarantee your day will change. God bless you. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.